What up, brawlers? Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's been four weeks <laughs> since you've last seen us. We went back to the Shadow Realm for a little bit. Breck, how was our time at the Shadow Realm, man? It was good. Um, saw Daniel in there, you know, still in there. But um, it's uh, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get Daniel out one day for good, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a little worried about him, you know? Uh, the Shadow Realm, like he hasn't gotten out of that massage chair since he entered you know no i mean in a word troubling you know <laughs> very troubling but you know this isn't a great pay-per-view card but this is a good card i think it's better than uh 250 with uh nunez and uh felicia spencer as the headliner so Better than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's be honest here. But let, let's hop right into it, I guess. Uh, we're going to start with the featured prelim. Uh, Bobby Green versus Rafael Faziev. Um, I think the Kazakhstani, Kazakhstani kills him. I think Green's going to die. Faziev is I, – I, I can see him be, being a top five contender in the next year or two. What do you think, man? Uh, Bobby Green's gotten a little bit better over the pandemic. You know, he fought three times in 2020, and he won – and then he lost his first fight in 2021. But um, he has not fought anybody quite as good as Fazeev. And this Fazeev guy is young. Like, what is he, like 26, 27? Yeah. He's going to be really good in the future. Like, he's going to be a top 10 guy probably his, most of his career. His level of striking is insane. He's a coach at Tiger Muay Thai, I think. And uh, I, like you said, I think he knocks him out brutally. It's going to be a fun fight. But let's head over to the main card real quick. <clears throat> Two fringe top 15 guys in this uh, bantamweight division with Song Dong and Casey Kenny. Shout out Casey Kenny, uh, throwing hands uh, alumnus. But, you know, these two guys, you know, these guys might be ranked 16th and 17th if, if the rankings went to 20. So Casey Kenny, state wrestling champ, judo champ, Song Dong. He, he's just... He, I think he's one of the most fun fighters to watch, in my opinion. He's fun. Well, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, uh, this is an exciting one. I thought Casey Kenny was, looked good in the uh, Dominic Cruz fight. It was obviously a step up for him. Uh, the fight was pretty close. I, didn't Dominic win by split decision? Yeah. So, uh, a lot of you know, you could have seen it going to Casey Kenny that way, and I would like to think he's improved since then. And like you said, uh, Song Yudong um, is, you know, electric when he fights. So I think we got like a banger in store for this one. This is going to be fun. Predictions. Um, what do you think, Brick? I think Casey Kenny's going to use a lot of wrestling and win via decision. Uh, I'm going to go Casey Kenny by submission. He got that judo. He got that uh, 
Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. He's a judo national champion. I think he's a state wrestling champion. So if he wants to take it to the ground, I think he has a good chance. But Songy Dong's no, no is, is a tough out. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right, to the straw weight division. Tisha Torres versus uh, Angela Hill. Um, interesting fight here. Uh, Tisha Torres won their last bout. Uh, but it, here's my thing with Angela Hill. She gets so close to winning every single fight. Every time. It's unbelievable. But she can't pull out the win. And I don't really understand what her problem is there. I I, her, I think she won the fight back in May when she fought uh, Claudia Gadela, I think. Gadela, yeah. Yeah, back a couple, uh, about a year and a half ago. But Tisha Torres looked good in the last fight, man. Um, I don't really know how else to put it. She looked very good. I can't say much more than that but what's your thoughts on this one and what does this kind of mean for the division um like you said they they fought once before in 2015 with tisha torres winning both have gotten a lot better since then and it's just it's funny you said that because i kind of agree it's like angela hill is so good except like she she loses these really close decisions like it seems like every other fight you know um, I think she got into MMA later in life, so maybe, you know, it's a little tougher for her to to catch up to certain people, but this one's really tough because I like both fighters. Both are both love to fight. Um, this will not be a boring fight by any means. And um, it's tough to call. I don't know. How, how do you feel about it? I don't know how I feel about it. I want Angela Hill to win. I really like Angela. She's very exciting. She's one of the most exciting fighters in the division, in my opinion. She Would, lost a decision to Michelle Waterson. I mean, who's where? Where is she? I think now? she's. I got the rankings pulled up. She is number nine. Number nine. So I mean, Angela Hill. I mean, she, she's almost beating these top ten people. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Angela Hill by decision. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go Angela Hill by decision. I think, I think she's she has to win. You know, just for her career trajectory, she needs to win this fight. It's it's a must win. Like like if she loses from any point here on out, there's no chance she gets a title shot. No, no chance. Now she's 37, so it's going to be tough anyway. But if she wins this, she can build some momentum. She's on a two-fight win streak. She can call out somebody in the top five after this fight. Yeah. So this is big for her. But it's exciting. It's exciting. Now this fight's a banger. Michael Chiesa versus uh, Vicente Luque. Vicente Luque coming off a win against the former uh, UFC welterweight champion Tyron Woodley. And Kiesa coming off a of, uh, win against Neil Magny, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. What'd you say? Yes. Over, yeah, that's what, he, that's what he beat. Kiesa, a grappler. Vicente. He can, he can, he can grapple, but th- that dude has cinder blocks for hands. Uh, Kiesa can work his magic on the feet, too. I just want to mention this before we get into the fight. How the hell did Michael Kiesa cut to, cut to lightweight? That's a good question. He's pretty... He's he looks, a hefty guy. He looks pretty big, you know. It's, it's pretty amazing. So what, what's your thoughts on this one, man? This is going to be fun. I really 
I don't want to sound like those those fans who boo wrestlers at at the events, but <laughs> Michael Chiesa's just like ground control times this guy, and for a win, I'm gonna be so mad. You know, like <laughs> what he did to Neil Magny was he just took him down, didn't throw much offense, just kind of held him down and won the fight. But I don't think he can do that to Luke. And I mean, Luke's twenty out of his twenty wins, I think he has like eighteen finishes. Yeah. You know? So one way or another. I really like Vicente Luca in this fight. I think he's going to be able to stop takedowns. And I mean, if he goes to the ground, I, you know, he trains with Gilbert Burns, so his jiu-jitsu's great. And on the feet, you got to favor Luca. He's looked so good since he lost to, you know, Wonder Boy picked him apart on the feet like in 2019. And ever since then, he's just like his striking is improving fight by fight. And then in the Woodley fight, I mean, it showed his chin. I mean, that shot he took from Woodley right before he, right before he landed his big shot to finish. Woodley wobbled him. Yeah, Woodley wobbled him, and he just recovered like in ten seconds. So that was pretty amazing. Uh, you make a good point. If Mike Kiesa just mauls this guy, I'm going to be so angry. Because I want to see Luke Usman, or that'd be so fun to watch. I, I think he's like the dark horse of the division. No one talks about him. He's super talented, and every fight he looks a little bit better. So. Yeah, it's – all right, predictions. I'm going Luke by knockout. What do you think? Luke second-round knockout. I can't wait. I can't wait for this fight. But this one, this one is going to be fight of the night. I guarantee Aldo versus Munoz is going to be fight of the night. This – I don't know if you saw Jimmy Rivera's leg after the Pedro Munoz fight. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Rivera didn't have a leg practically. Oh, yeah. These guys are going to be swinging at each other's legs the whole fight, and they're not going to be able to stand after this fight. It's going to be awesome. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how much Jose Aldo has fought in the last two years. But um, like you said, this should be a banger. And, I mean, if you look at who these two uh, guys have lost to recently, like Munoz lost to Frankie Edgar and Aljamain Sterling. And then Aldo loses to Volkanovski, Marlon Moraes, and, P- and Piotr Jan. It's like these guys have only lost to the very top of competition. So they're right on that little, you know, under – I don't know what's the word for it. But, like, they're they're right outside that top elite level, these two guys. And you got to think the winner of this fight calls out somebody, you know, really high ranked. Yeah. Where do you think – let's say Jose Aldo loses. Where do you think his career goes? He's 34, but he's still one of the very best, I think. What do you, where do you think he goes? It's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't think he'll go back up to 45 ever. Maybe, but let's see. I mean, this is, he's ranked five right now. I mean, if he wants another shot at the title, like it's the it's very similar to the Angela Hill situation. Like he's got to win this fight, and if you're Pedro Munoz, this would be his first like super big. I mean, he did knock out Cody Garbrandt. Can't forget that. But that was brutal. That was brutal. But this would be huge for both guys. It's it's interesting. It's a it's a fun fight. You can't if you're an MMA fan, you can't complain about this fight. It's awesome. All right, predictions. It hurts me to say this. I love Pedro Munoz might be one of my favorite fighters. 
but I think Aldo's going to pull it off. I think it's going to be a decision. What do you think? I think as Aldo's gotten smarter, I mean, older, he's gotten smarter. And I think he's realized that a lot of the things he did in the past, a lot of people, you know, can counter now. And I think, like you said, I think he's going to eke out a decision and just, you know, a real veteran type performance where he's just, you know, barely edges out a win. That's, that's what I think is going to happen because I think in the back of his mind, he knows, you know, he's turning 35 probably pretty soon or, and this is, this is probably his last run. Yep. 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 All right. To, for the reason why we all are here, the main event of the evening, Derek, the black beast, Lewis fighting for the interim heavyweight championship. The most, this is, this might be the most pointless fight ever in, in all the UFC, but I'm here for it. This fight. It's the most pointless belt of all time. Yeah. But I'm here for it against Cyril gone. Who's only fought in MMA for three years. And if he wins, he will be the second quickest to ever win a title, UFC title from the start of their pro career, only behind John Jones. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on this one, man? I've been seeing so many memes about this, and it's like Cyril Gan is clearly the better fighter. He's clearly going to, you know, stay at range and throw punches. And it's like, but Derek Lewis, but Derek Lewis, Lewis, go burr. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it, it's kind of similar to Deontay Wilder, but it's a little different in the sense that like, he can set up shots differently by, you know, using leg kicks and, and all the things with MMA. And it's, I have no idea how this fight's going to go. It's, it's crazy to me. This is such a fun fight. I mean, like we just said, the interim title belt is ridiculous, but this fight is pretty great regardless. Someone made the good. It's like it's the same thing with Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades is clearly the more well-rounded mixed martial artist. With that being said, martial arts don't work on Derek Lewis. Yep. I mean, there's literally highlight videos of him just getting up because he just gets up. Yeah, from being in like a Kimura or a triangle choke and he just gets up. <laughs> the most baffling athlete of all time. But I mean, it's hard not to favor Lewis in the sense that he's in his hometown. The crowd will be cheering him on, so that'll give him energy. I've been watching the Embeddeds this week and he's been doing a lot of stuff this camp that he's never done before, like in terms of recovery, like cryo, you know, like cryo freeze, like the you know, he's got like oh, this whole team helping him. He looks really good in the in the in the videos, and it's just like one shot. As good as Gone is, one shot, dude, that connects. He's he's out. Yeah, and, and with Gone, he, you know, he has to un- unload some combos, uh, you know, to put you out, which is fine. I mean, he has the speed to do it. But if you watched any, if you watched that De- uh, Curtis Blades fight with Derek Lewis. Lewis was losing the whole fight. Mm-hmm. He was getting dominated. And uppercut go burr. Yep. <laughs> Curtis Blades is dead on the ground. <laughs> All right, Breck, what's your prediction? I want Derek Lewis to win. My heart is telling me Derek Lewis is going to win. But I just look at who Ghana's beat 
the last two fights. Rosenstrike, Volkov, guys who hit really hard. And he just picked them apart on the feet. <laughs> but you know what? I can't do it. Derek Lewis, fourth round, TKO. I have to. It's the only. It's the only thing. If you pick otherwise, uh, you're you're done. You're dead. You're, de- you're dead to me, Jacob. If you pick, if you pick gone right now, Derek Lewis, hometown W. Uh, all right. Here's what. Here's what I'm gonna say. Sierra Gone is a better striker, yep. a better grappler. Yep. He's quicker. He's faster. Yep. Far more fundamental. Yep. Does just about everything better than Derek Lewis. Yep. Correct. That being said, second round knockout, Derek Lewis. <laughs> There we go. What if Derek Lewis submits him? That would be the true. That would be the most shocking thing of all time. You know, that's the one way to fight Derek Lewis and Daniel. That's the. I mean, you know, big power punches can obviously knock anybody out at any time. But the way you beat Derek Lewis is the same way you beat, you know, a Rumble Johnson. The way Daniel Cormier did it, where you take him down and submit him. So that's a way that Gon could win. But like you said. Derek Lewis, TKO, in front of his hometown. You know, you know, it'd be crazy if Derek Lewis slipped the gilly. Yeah. Or, or like, pulled out, like, an Ezekiel choke, like Alexi Olenek. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see him open with a flying knee. Remember when he opened against the fly, with the uh, flying knee against Olenek? Oh, he killed him. He killed him with the knee, and Olenek couldn't, like, catch his breath afterwards. He was done. Like, and then he just finished him with hammer fist. Derek Lewis is the... He was throwing up gang signs behind uh, Cyril Gott. He's the best. In the press conference, too, Angela Hill and Tisha Torres were like... They were were going at it. It was was okay. Derek Lewis was like, why'd you guys bring this up? Like, like, why do you have to stir stuff? You know, he's like, why why are you stirring the pot? Did you you see how Derek Lewis took the belt (laughs) during the press conference and put it over his shoulder? That's pretty funny. It was after the face-off, and he took it from Dana, and he just said – he put it up, and he threw up the number one. I do love Derek Lewis, but he's, like, saying that this is the real belt. C- come down. Not the real belt. Well, I think that's just his mentality. He has to think it's the real belt. He does. But, you know. But. <laughs> John Jones' belt, if we're being honest. Speaking of John Jones, Breck, why don't you enlighten me on what you – enlighten the people on what you sent to me on Twitter. So, again, this is, this is like Twitter sources. So it's like that meme where it's like, dude, trust me. And it's like sources. But <laughs> supposedly Stipe has agreed to a fight with John Jones later in the year, early next year. According to Stipe, John Jones has not said anything. I think, so Dana, I think Dana confirmed it on uh, the Nelk Boys podcast. Yes, but that could just be like, oh, it's in the works. You know, there's nothing finalized yet. But it seems like there's real possibility we get Stipe John Jones at the end of this year, which needs to happen because both guys need to fight. It's been like Stipe, like, did you see that thing where one championship posted something that was like, who should we sign? And Stipe wrote like with the emoji with the glasses, like kind of hinting like, oh, I'll go to one if UFC doesn't give me a fight soon and pay me more. So Uh. it makes sense. He'd kill anyone in one. I mean, yeah, he'd make a lot of money too. So, uh, I mean, they, you, you, they wouldn't understand what he's saying over yeah. there. No, you could just smile and wave. Be the champ. <laughs> a firefighter. <laughs> but 
Um, so Joe Rogan's not commentating. It's going to be Dominic Cruz. <laughs> I like Dominic. He's smart in his commentating, but he just he can never um, turn off that little arrogant part of him. You know, like he's a bit of an arrogant fighter, and he can never turn that off when he goes into the booth. Like you know, some fighters are really good at like being their fighter personality and then being their commentary person. Like Paul Felder to me, great laid back commentator, but he's like a vicious fighter. I feel like Dominic Cruz can never turn off that little app. He's always trying to start something with Bisping or Brandon Fitzgerald. Like, he's always doing something. Yeah. I'm, I'm, te- I'm telling you, the best commentary crew is Fitz, Bisping, and Felder. It's the best one. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah. They need, th- they need to put that on the pay-per-view. Big they, ratings right there. I think they deserve, like, almost like a test run. Like, they deserve... There's so many pay-per-views per year that you can throw them one or two. You know, the UFC can throw them a ball and throw them one or two. Speaking of pay-per-views, 267 is going to be on ABC. I know, in the States, right? And then overseas it'll be pay-per-view? It doesn't matter. Dude, that is a free – let's look at that card. Is is that the Jan – legendary Polish belt? I go back home to Poland. I spend time with family. I, uh, right. I hit people real hard, then I go home. <laughs> so we have uh, Blachowicz versus Teixeira, Sterling versus Jan. Oh, man, that's Sterling Jan. The Twitter, like a week up to that fight, is going to be bananas. The whole like back and forth between Jan and Sterling. I mean, they go back and forth like every day on Twitter. It's unbelievable. I, I think Jan kills him. I kind of agree. Um, we have Hebus versus Jan Jaroba. Li Jing Liang versus Hamzat. Um, Hamzat smash. Walt Harris versus Tai Tuivasa. Bam bam. Um, Volkov versus Tabura. I like Volkov. Yeah, let's go. And Makachev versus Dos Anjos. That's a really good card. And it's going to be free on ABC. It's probably going to start. That's the. Um... United Arab Emirates one, right? Yeah, it's going to start in the morning here. It's going to start. No, wouldn't it start at like one in the afternoon here? Uh, well, late morning, late morning for the uh, prelims. Okay. Because last, um, the Holloway cater fight was in, right? Wasn't that? Yeah. That, that was in the afternoon. Yeah. It was like, it was like at four o'clock. That, that was, was so nice. So nice on a Saturday too. Like if you could, if we could get one o'clock, like start time. And then you have like the like the card ends at like five or six. Then you have the rest of the night. That's like the best. But dude, uh, I, I think Blahovich dispatches of Deshera real quick. I do too, and I think he uh, it sets up the super fight we need. Jerry Prochaska. Dude, if that dude comes out of the lake in that in his next in the title fight, it's over. It's over before it starts. I I already think he's gonna beat Jan. Like I love Jan. But just the, the age difference and Yuri Prashka is like a wall. He's a zombie, dude. He's iron like, chin. He has an iron chin. He, like he said, he got knocked out versus Reyes. Just, kept got going. Up, just got up, kept going, hits a spinning elbow to like destroy the guy's face and win the fight. Like who does this? Nobody. Dude, Reyes' face was mauled in that fight. Really was. It looked really bad. 
Yeah. And like Yuri's like meditating in the forest, like Sam, like coat of samurai and stuff. Like, it's over. I'm sorry. This guy is going to be champ for a long time. Dude, when, when he came out the lake and he screamed, I got chills. <gasps> Dude, I, I, I literally had like hands, like hair stand up. I'm like, it was like he was talking to like a deity above, like the gods, you know, like the Norse gods. Like that's who, like who he was talking to right there. Mm-hmm. And the the week the week after is the next numbered card. Okay, say that again. I'm sorry. The, the week after is two sixty eight. That's the MSG one, supposedly, right? Yeah. Well, it depends because Michael Chandler doesn't want to fight on the card. Well, he uh, better figure it out because I'm trying to go to. 268. Well, he better get vaccinated. So, dude, he all he has to do is do the one shot. You don't even need to do the words, the two. You can do the one. Get the J and J. Get the one. And uh, Michael Chandler, I need to see you in MSG fight. Justin Gaethje, I'm gonna pay like five hundred dollars to sit in nosebleeds. I expect you to be there. All right, dude. So you're actually gonna try and go to that? Yeah, I'm. I'm already assembling a squad, dude. Of like five dudes who are big in the UFC. We're trying to go. It's like the second tickets go on sale. I'm buying that card. Is, that card is shaping up to be like all time level card. Yeah, we got Rockhold versus Strickland on there as well. Yeah, that's just got announced. You got Gaethje Chandler, Usman, Colby two, and I mean they're, they're just going to keep loading in unbelievable fights to that card. Dude, this dude, this is, uh, from here on out with the UFC. The end of the year is insane, and even with um, two sixty six, that's gonna be and that's gonna be nuts. It, look, let's go over two sixty six real quick. You got Volk, Volkanovski, Ortega. You got Chef Chef is gonna kill Lauren Murphy. Let's be honest here. Yeah, that'll be over in like thirty seconds. Diaz versus Lawler, Blades versus Rosenstrike, Andrade versus Calvillo, Morais versus Devalishvili. That's. Diaz Lawler too. Also, yeah, dude, this card's nuts. And, and then they're gonna try and add Till and Brunson onto this card too. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Because didn't like UFC London fall through because of travel restrictions? Yeah. Right? That's a shame. But they should try to add well, Leon Edwards. Masvidal. Masvidal or maybe Gilbert Burns to one of those cards too. And then they're also going to have to have um, um, Amanda Nunes versus uh, Juliana Pena. Murder. Just just make it a fight night. Make it a co-main on a fight night. Co-main on a fight night, please. Someone's going to die. Like, it's deserving of a main event because it's a title fight, but in also the sense if it's a title fight, it'll be over in 30 seconds. Dude, uh, uh, Juliana Pena doesn't know if she's walking into. Oh, she thinks she's like, oh, I'm going to just like wrestle her. It's like, no, you're not. So shout out BJ Johnson from No Filter MMA. He, he told me, he's like, guys, Juliana Pena is going to go in there. She could beat Nunes. I'm like, no, she can't. Yeah, like what? In theory, puncher's chance. In theory. Okay. Uh, remember like all these people, Megan Anderson has a good shot to beat Amanda Nunes, hits her with one punch, takes her down, submits her. It's like she could have submitted her with either the triangle or the arm bar. It was her choice. And she could have also just kept not she could have just knocked her out. She could have just hit her with another shot. And then elbows. 
she was being not she was being merciful in the middle of a violent fight. That's how terrifying that woman is. Like, no chance. No chance. The person that could beat Amanda Nunes is Valentina. Yeah, and that's even a stretch. If she was healthy, sad that she got hurt again. Yeah. My, my, my friend BJ says Misha Tate can also get up and do something. I'm like, <sighs> she looks good, but she also beat a 45 year old who was like nine and eight on the way out, too. On the way out, who was thinking about retirement. She did retire in the octagon. Yeah. So, I mean, Misha looks good. Maybe Misha could like, fight those top people belt i don't know yeah well let's go over august real quick so next week we have off then we have cannoneer versus uh gastelum cannoneer by murder dude who knows i think cannoneer is a real problem in the middleweight division and it's like his fight against bobby knuckles they were like oh that was really disappointing he broke his arm by checking the first leg kick in the fight. Like 20 seconds in, he breaks his arm. Then he fights the rest of the fight with a broken arm and basically almost got finished because his I, arm like, yeah. dropped and was broken. It's like I, I think it I think he's Izzy's biggest threat in the division outside of Bobby Knuckles. He's up there, man. I, he is so dangerous still. I know he's older and he's coming off a loss, but he's still such a dangerous. Although if Till beats Brunson, Till's getting the title shot. He might. Yeah, dude. That imagine the internet firestorm in that fight. That's what we need. Izzy Adesanya can't stand up to me. Darren Till um, was recently in the news for something that we won't really get into, but uh, it was pretty. It was pretty entertaining follow. (laughs) It was pretty funny. (laughs) He basically was like, they're like the a mob of people came to cancel him, and he was just like, no. (laughs) <laughs> no and then just continued on saying what he was saying which you gotta is pretty funny i know we've talked about this many times before on this podcast but darren till has far and away the best twitter nobody beats his instagram too the best <laughs> going back and forth like doing like a little banter between them hilarious oh we didn't talk about uh how he, ariel Hawani and uh darren uh, darren till got into it on twitter Oh, yeah, that was uh, that was funny. Uh, on the Instagram Live, rather. Instagram Live, yeah, that's pretty funny. You keep that. You keep using that nose of yours, Eddie. You'll... He's like, he's like, can I not curse on this program? And then he just proceeds to launch like forty curses, and then just dips out the video. Then Bisping just starts cracking up. Yeah. Supposedly, he said Bisping is trying to like make a comeback fight. Did you see that? Dude, I, did you read the tweet? It sounded like a total troll. He said, eyeing a comeback. Yeah. That's true. Who knows? I would love to see Bisping fight one more time. Against who? Jake Paul. You know what? Give him the title fight. Logan Paul. Dude, he'd kill him. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'd love to see him in those boxing. I'd love to see him fight one more time just in anything. I think Tyron kills Jake. I think so, too. But, um, like, Bisping had all those surgeries after he retired. Yeah. Dude, he's bionic. Yeah, so like he's yeah, he's like the Terminator now. Like, get him out there. I love I love Michael. Dude, Till, uh, Darren Till, come on, Eddie, you got to open your. Uh, keep using that nose of yours. 
I can't believe Darren Till's fluent in Portuguese, though. That's that's what makes me crack up. She lived and uh, trained in Brazil for a while, which is pretty smart. Yeah, Lucha Livre, uh, genius. But yeah. Dar- Darren Till's the best man. You you can't you can't say any anything. Oh, did you see the 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 uh, uh, Darren Till? Um, what is it? Um, uh, doppelganger in that uh, grocery store <laughs> in Liverpool. Yes. Yes, and then like people were like, "Can you translate this for us, Darren? What did you say?" And then he basically like gave a little translated version of it. it <laughs> oh, I don't know if you saw this tweet, Breck, but Darren Till said, "Just just had another great chat with the great Bisping there. He has decided, like, de- like put I like the like I in decided against making a comeback again." would have been great to see him back out there in the spotlight in the public eye again no worries mate i've always got your back and will always have my eyes on you xx hugs (laughs) he's so funny he is he really is so funny um oh when he and marvin vittori went at it like like remember that video he posted of the policeman standing outside the station? Oh, it's a the police. Yeah, the best video he posted. Dude, there's been some really good fights announced recently. Oh yeah, uh, what are some other ones? Yeah, Costa Vittori for October. Dude, th- that press conference is going to be inaudible. Inaudible. They, they're not going to understand a word. Paul Costa is just going to have like a wine. He's going to have a flick, uh, a thing of wine just the whole time. Just parading it around being like look i'm drunk guy i can't win like he's he, also, re- he also had that hair transplant which was so odd it's like dude you're like 30 what are you well, doing well he was thinning he should just let it go bald and then get it yeah i didn't yeah it was a little odd um who else we got we got cody garbrandt kai Kara france December. that's gonna be a banger that's a really good one i think cody could have lots of success at 25 yeah he walks around at 140 yeah, so 25 is not, like, the worst cut for him. And then Holloway, Yair got rebooked for November. Dude, that someone's going to die. I mean, you, Yair is going to die. I mean, um, maybe. Dude, Yair is awesome, and he does a lot of spinning stuff. Spinning stuff go burr, but, like, <laughs> not against Max Holloway. Dude, I, I think Max, he could get knocked out in this fight. Next There's going to be a fight coming up. Knocked down. He ain't getting knocked out. He'll get knocked down in this fight, I think. Holloway is winning, and then he's going to fight Volkanovski for a third time. I think Ortega beats Volkanovski. I think Volkanovski ragdolls Ortega. Re- Come on, ragdoll? Ortega is one of the best jiu-jitsu guys in the, in the division. I going to just keep him down the whole fight. I think Volk should go up to heavyweight after this. <laughs> he could, dude. He could <laughs> 220, rugby days. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, dude, but that Vittori uh Costa press conference, no one's gonna understand what anybody's saying. No. All right, Breck. Uh that's all I got. You got anything else, man? No. no I got nothing else. Well, Breck, it's great to be back at Throne Hands uh podcast LLC back again. Uh that was a fun episode. Uh, we'll be we'll be back to review, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think I think we're back. I, I the fire's back in me. 
I feel it. We're back. We're back. All right. Uh, any last words, Breck? Derek Lewis sets the KO record this weekend. Doesn't he already have it, or is he tied with Vitor? Tied with Vitor. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. Gone is faster, bigger. Well, not bigger. He's faster, quicker, more, more, more technical, more, more striking arsenal, mm-hmm. better grappling. Then again, Derek Lewis, second round TKO. See y'all later.